0: I'm in T-Live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, uh, Game Boy. And uh, to quote my guests here today, uh, I do mean Game Boy, not Game Girl. No <laughs> girls allowed. We don't like girls in gaming. I'm here with the Game Boys, uh, Mr. Griffin Davis.
1: <laughs> it's it's not that we don't think girls play games. <laughs> It's that we don't like them or understand
0: them. Great. And and immediately after this, <laughs> by the way, your unique sound effect will play.
2: I know we have to think big if we're going to make a difference. But not like this. I just I feel trapped.
0: I can't play it live here because of the setup, but I will yeah. be constructing your brand new for 2020. Sound effect. Oh,
1: I get one, a new one each year. At,
0: at the end of the year, it resets and you get a brand new one. Because
1: last year it was aptly uh, Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yeah, it was a big Kingdom Hearts uh, drop.
1: And now you know you're you're right. I have grown up a little bit. I've changed. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three came out. Like I'm a different kind of gamer now. Mm. I'm excited to hear my sound effect, Lux. This is your first time uh, in this uh, studio in this crossover episode. Does Lux have a sound effect?
0: Yeah, Lux. Uh, say something cool. Uh, hey, it's
1: me, Lux, and I'm a cool guy and a gentleman.
0: And then right now, his sound effect will drop. Y'all gotta look at the bigger picture here.
3: Nothing worth fighting for was ever won without sacrifice.
0: And it'll be a cool, unique to you 2020 sound effect. I'm sorry, I don't have any previous sound effects for you because you've never been on the show before. Yeah, no, but... I'll
3: take it. I'm ready. I'm excited for a surprise.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited um, to follow up that
3: really cool thing I said with a super dope sound yeah. effect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, I, thank you guys so much for, uh, you know, doing this little crossover episode. You guys have a very fun show that I've been a part of that I've, I actually listened to. I actually listened to incredible. I listened to the show. I'm Whoa, um, thank you. At least I, I listened to the Sonic the Hedgehog episode you did. Yeah, kind of recently. Okay. Um, and I'm am a fan. Okay. And I assume you of both Sonic, li- not of, the so- podcast. Of, of Sonic of <laughs> Sonic and the podcast. And I assume you both listen to my show. Yes, I have uh, it's weekly good. and subscribe to it. And I all and I and I gave it four stars. <laughs> wow, well, thank you, one thank less you. than
3: the recommended amount, Griffin. <laughs> you piece of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, It's so funny that when one one four-star review brings down your stars, you know you're in trouble. You know you don't have enough reviews in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. Whose fault is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're happy to be here, too. You um, you are definitely, I think, sort of in solidarity, one of the uh, working class podcasts, mm-hmm. just like ours, mm-hmm. uh, going up against some of the bigger guys. You know, we're not part of any major uh, network or brand. Uh, and, you know, we don't have any of the baggage that comes with
0: that. Um, and Yeah, I'm it's all baggage. Us. Thank you for framing it that way. Where baggage, it would be just uh, terrible. It would be terrible to be under like all, an Earwolf umbrella. Yeah, all this
3: baggage, these suitcases full of money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate um, having to check my suitcase full of cash at the airport. Yeah. Time is money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so
1: I, I, I really appreciate um, not only within the realm of video game solidarity, but just how consistent uh, your podcast is, as well as so ours. I, I feel like very few podcasts really go the distance with every week doing an episode. Mm-hmm. Lux, did we skip a week recently?
3: <laughs> it depends how you interpret it. We <laughs> released we released later, but that's because we have a new release date.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we didn't you really know,
3: skip a week. We just changed our release date.
0: I do. I do a couple of different shows i produce a few different shows and i'm on a couple different ones And i will say that the video games one is definitely the most consistent because i have the most fun doing it, sure. it it's 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 selfish right like i love talking about video games i could do it for the rest of my life hmm. you know so yeah, no i do not agree i could not <laughs> I got,
1: i've got i've got a few days left in yeah like, you're
0: burdened <laughs> by the yeah. task griffin's, yeah.
3: griffin's running out of steam <laughs> <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. They're cold and dead. There used to be like a he used to be able to stare into Griffin's eyes and just see Mario running along a brick path and stomping Goombas and now it's just a game over screen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm like I'm kind of like uh I, I feel actually kind of very similar to like Joe Biden in this way where mm. it's like I had my era and now other people are kind of forcing me to like uh, perform is that um,
3: what's is that what's happening with Joe
0: Biden? <laughs> interesting take interesting he seems yeah, really take. happy yeah. to get
3: on stage and be like back in my day you could climb any tree but now it's not like that anymore because they got these big well you know in the <laughs> Oval Office this guy this Don this Don Tump guy he's getting all the trees and he's putting them in a pile <laughs> He seems glad to be doing this. Uh, (laughs)
1: That that sounds like word for word, like my analysis of of video games. Oh,
3: sorry. Let me be clear. I'm not saying you don't sound like Joe Biden. I'm just saying I think you guys are coming from different places.
0: Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh,
1: um, He thinks the game. Well, but we both think the game execs are little creeps. Yes. Did you hear about this new story? No. Well, what? No. uh, Joe Biden, uh, he had a meeting with a bunch of Silicon uh, tech executives. Okay, I like Uh, where this is going. And there was uh, there was specifically some from like the the video game industry execs, uh, and he specifically singled them out as little creeps. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They are little fucking creeps,
0: you
3: know. (laughs) I mean, for sure. He's not always. See, the thing with Biden is that he's like kind of a random word generator. Mm -hmm. yeah um and so sometimes Mm -hmm. they're right because of just like the way randomness works
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're super racist yeah for sure i I mean donald trump kind of has the same problem too where you know he, he has so many speeches that every once in a while he'll say something i'm just like yeah, maybe that wall Damn should it. get built. No, 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 Like, he'll say a joke and I'm like, I'm like, kind
1: of yeah. like, I'm kind of like, Oh, no, it. no, I, you know, during, here's the thing. I'll say during the Democratic primary, mm-hmm. he has become one of the greatest jokesters <sighs> in just that field. The thing, yeah. at
3: G, the thing at CPAC where he ducked behind the podium and made himself real little oh, and was yes. like, I'm like yeah. Bloomberg. Yeah. Like, that's funny. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: And it's like, yeah, we do have to, uh, there are, you know, at least for the next month or two, there's some unlikely allies. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that's
1: maybe a stretch but who who can say yeah I, i've i've canceled myself twice already uh, we've yeah. had many women on our show by the way uh that's why it's called boys with a z it's a big umbrella
0: <laughs> oh because boys with a z means girls yeah yeah no it means anyone mm-hmm. it means all of them it's inclusive yeah, yeah. zed is yeah. inclusive
1: you, you can't you can't build a, a spirit bomb with just planet earth you need the namics you need everyone oh that's you
0: know? nice mm-hmm. i like that have you been playing that kakarot
1: i haven't but <laughs> instead i've been rewatching all of dragon ball z kai which okay. is the uh, abridged uh, uh updated version that doesn't uh have any of the filler Great. Uh, and it's pretty incredible okay
0: so it's it's a recommend then for me
1: very good in fact i'm shocked at how really good and like i thought it was maybe just nostalgia but no it holds up like the action sequences are are incredible and like the show does so well is it makes all of the villains like so powerful Mm. and like half the show is like just like kids getting the shit beaten out of them by adults. Which is, that's Uh,
3: Griffin's favorite thing you can put on the screen.
1: Well, it's just the stakes are way higher, you know, when it's, like, two... I mean, Krillin looks like he's, like, five, but Mm -hmm. I guess he's an adult man. But it's, like, just Krillin and Gohan fighting, like, the Ginyu Force, which is, like, five adult dudes. Do
0: they ever explain Krillin's height predicament predicament yeah hmm. he's just like well, a he... dumb little weirdo who goku meets when goku's like
3: but <laughs> a little kid has
1: six dots on his forehead yeah which yeah. makes me think he's like the final dragon ball or something yeah or like was a dragon ball no he's like point. a dragon
3: ball hunting guy that goku meets i think as a kid and then they mm-hmm. just and then he like gets beaten up by goku because everyone does and he's like i guess this little kid's my dad now and then like <laughs> they, <laughs> and then they just like go off and have adventures
0: but, th- but in Dragon Ball, they're the same height. And then in mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, Goku grows into a man and Krillin stays yes. small.
3: Because right? go- child Goku meets adult Krillin and they're the same size. Oh, and then Goku grows into. He's already an
0: adult. Then Goku oh, grows into adult weirder. Goku
3: and dwarfs Krillin totally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Even weirder. Yeah,
1: Krillin's ad- a horny adult a, from day one. A, a yeah. But he does get with Android 16 or 16, 17. Or 17. 17. Yeah. I think yeah. they were 17, but who, who can uh, say? Ever which yeah. is I will say I watched
3: I watched a good chunk of Kai and Kai is really good largely because the first time I watched Dragon Ball Z as like a semi-adult person I was like I'd forget the stakes of things cuz there'd be mm-hmm. so many episodes in between stuff happening that they'd be like
1: yeah
3: what they like a fight would go on there'd be all these cutaways and then I'd be like so what happens if they lose again and Kai <laughs> and then Kai moves fast enough that you're like right if they lose Namek destroyed cool I know what's yeah. happening let's go that's like Even the biggest with, difference
1: yeah. Because like you have to wait week by week for the next episode to come out, so like it, it would just be so many episodes of mm-hmm. Goku and Frieza at the, like at the very end, you think it's gonna be over so many times, and it's like fifteen episodes of them fighting, yeah, and it never gets boring in Kai. It's great.
0: The Frieza Saga is my least favorite because when it was originally airing on Toonami, mm-hmm. they would they would stop at the end of that saga and then replay it from the Saiyan Saga all mm-hmm. the way through the Frieza Saga because they didn't. Ha- I don't think they had localized uh-huh. yet. Maybe. Like the Android saga and the mm-hmm. Cell saga, so we, I, you had to repeat watch all through the Frieza mm-hmm. saga. I think three times. Um, so that's my least favorite one. That's I really like the, fair. The, 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 I like the other ones better because I'm like I'm like I don't kind of know what's gonna happen. I kind of yeah. forgot. Right. Um. And oh. I don't. I don't want to rush into talking about this either. But it it did kind of it was brought to my attention recently that like the rise of the game we're going to talk about mm-hmm. and the rise of dragon ball Z kind of happened at the same time, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting from just like a, a little kid absorbing fiction mm-hmm. type of thing. Where like final fantasy seven comes out in 1997 seven, two Nami hits with like Gundam wing and dragon ball Z around that same time. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they're just like they're very different, but it, but it is like this anime explosion that happens when we we're it kids. It was
3: so. the greatest time to be in first grade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: it was unbelievable. It was
1: unbelievable. Oh, oh yeah. so that's what Trump says when he says "Make America Great Again." He yeah. just wants to take us back to that first grade moment. The first yeah. grade
3: moment when suddenly everything was like everything like 1996. Everything's Flintstones, Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs. <laughs> like no hate. <laughs> hey, but that's like everything in 1997 happens. You're like, wait, robots can fight and dudes are just yeah. flying and they have tails. And also like a okay. chocobo is here. Like everything. Yeah. Let's go. Chocobos Let's
0: have arrived. Scene yeah
1: wow i think we pinpointed it when america hit its peak
0: well then pokemon is like 99 right Mm -hmm. so then it's like then that explodes anime just never really leaves after that
1: and i think not just in video games but in all greater culture we've been kind of hearkening back to the mid 2000s with all sorts of stuff with like the new tool album Uh, i mean world of warcraft classic obviously uh, like all the these big jeans is, like, are back.
3: Big oh, jeans. Yeah. Chicos.
1: Yeah. And the, and the video games about them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, It's a wild. How many games on my switch are about big jeans? <laughs> There's denim, denim quest caverns of Jinko
2: <laughs> zipper
3: saga. It's out of control to be honest.
0: Well, on my show, we usually start off by uh, going around and saying what we've been playing. Do, yeah, do, you guys, do, do you guys do something similar to that? Let's do exa- We, we
3: actually do the exact same thing.
0: Cra- cra- oh, yeah. A crazy first segment. It's almost I like do. there's only one way to do a video game show. <laughs> there
3: are some uh, there are some like Joseph Campbell type like meta myth like yeah. beats in every story of a video game <laughs> podcast for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is the inciting incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raiding World of Warcraft last night.
0: Oh, guys. cool! Um, uh,
1: it was a sick, twisted journey to get to level sixty. I <laughs> don't recommend I <laughs> don't recommend it to anyone. It is brutal and unlike anything in video games. Yeah, in terms of grinding. There's a
3: stretch uh, of our show where, at this segment every week, Griffin would talk about World of Warcraft, and every week he'd sound like a little more beaten and battered (laughs) until by the end, he was like a level 59. I'm just grinding. That's my update. What have you been playing?
1: Oh my (laughs) God. Out of breath just panting (laughs) yeah Uh, but now what i love about the game is i only have to log in like once a week now because Mm -hmm. like the guild that i'm in likes me i'm running like we do molten core on thursdays and i just kind of pop in and do it and i get gear every time i got a sick new axe weapon that glows and like back in classic like very few weapons like look that cool and like when you get one that like glows and looks big you just walk around iron forge everyone's looking at you it's great it's an incredible mmo experience but you have to like slave to get to it
0: yeah let me check your mic real quick
3: yeah I'm, 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 right. it sounds quiet to
0: me no no that's good good hey sounds good to me in my just, sweet my, 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 earbuds. my headphones yeah. have you played world, War, world warcraft never in my whole life Fuck um, yeah me new, it man. looks it looks uh you know it just i don't know sometimes I, I i have made several decisions in my life that i think have helped me grow as a per, as a as a person and one of those okay. was not ever play world of warcraft <laughs> uh and and also no no assassins creeds no assassins creeds for D- me doing kind of a nixon yeah nixon uh nixon no assassins <laughs> creeds
1: oh
3: no
0: i
1: yeah. am not a creed
0: <laughs> yeah i am not an assassin. i am
1: not a templar <laughs> yeah
0: i think i think it's because um you know and there's nothing I, I look at these games and they look awesome they look super fun in a different life a different me i i chose to play those but um but yeah, I just, I, I saw that they were like long, labor-intensive. Oh, God. Um, I was already too late to the series too by the time I had a PC that could run World of sure. Warcraft it was already onto like a couple of expansions uh, later
1: yeah and that's a weird yeah. way to get into it for yeah. me I saw the Leroy Jenkins video mm-hmm. in Vanilla and I was like what the hell is this game I was there for that I mean I love I, I love
0: like, a Leroy Jenkins
1: I, I, had to, I had to see what that game was because it looked so complicated yeah. and like there was like all these people online playing together i yeah. like, never seen anything like does it does it
0: play like a, like a Diablo 2 or a Diablo 3 where is it like clicky you're clicking constantly no
1: it's a keyboard of of uh, abilities okay. and they have cooldowns so it's just all about like balancing your abilities gotcha. to output the best yeah
0: that basically. sounds fun that sounds fun um, as hell but-, but
1: other than that it's the community that's so awesome <laughs> right I, I i got this no it's, it's ba- <laughs> dude I, I play a lot of online games Lux doesn't play as many where you have to, like, talk to people. I don't play
3: any of those. Oh, no. Not, not any of them. But, yeah. like,
1: most of them are, are shitty. You're not really communicating with people. Mm. Um, they're just kind of like strangers in the night. Uh, <laughs> but, like, when you are playing wow and you're in a guild like you get to know the people like when i got a weapon last night like five people messaged me privately like being like congrats dude like it's like <laughs> it's way more supportive yeah. and satisfying uh in terms of like long term online relationships
0: yeah uh, is wow classic better than wow normal
1: currently yes okay um but it seems like wow classic made them so much money and they're really noticing the popularity of it that i think they're going to start shifting the next expansion to kind of go back to its roots. Mm-hmm. So like in the newest retail expansion coming out in like September, they're taking it back to level sixty. Oh
0: like they're 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 s- murking they're, everyone's they're killing level. Everyone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everyone's characters get deleted. Yeah, the, o- <laughs> you have to pay the opening cutscene is just a <laughs> row of
3: guillotines and every character over level sixty just getting chopped for an yeah. hour and a half.
1: <laughs> the opening cinematic is a live action of a blizzard tech employee <laughs> spilling coffee on a server and then it's like yeah. all your characters are gone. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's just a camera pulls out, and it's Thanos who's programming the game. He just snaps, and everyone disappears, and half
1: the letters on the keyboard are gone. Good luck, <laughs> yeah. good luck, good idiots. Luck. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: um,
1: that's but, cool. But yeah. So, what are you been playing?
0: Okay, so I did an interesting thing where, and this is very not like me, but listeners of my show will, I think, I think they're gonna message me, maybe similarly to like when you got a new piece of gear, and, and wow, they're gonna message me. After they hear me say that I, I I started playing a game, I installed it, and I wasn't having a good time, and so I just turned it off. Whoa! I uninstalled yeah. it. Admirable, did, admirable I move. I didn't. the The game is called Neo for the PS4. Okay. Yeah, I, I never trusted that fake ass game. Yeah, like so. It's it's not bad. Okay. But I was just like. I'm such a Souls fan. I love those games. Exactly. This is sort of like a cheap imitation. Who drinks Pepsi in 2020? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and I'd already played Sekiro, which also takes place in feudal Japan. So I'm like, so I'm going to play a bad version of a game. Yeah, right. That was like the
3: only allure of Neo was Mm -hmm. like Soul stuff in Japan. Then Sekiro came out and it was just like, okay, so this game is fully, like absolutely just been lapped totally and there's no need to deal with it in any meaningful (laughs) way. Yeah. yeah so
0: i i i, I uninstalled it it's like neo and borderlands 3 mm-hmm. it's like who, like only schmucks really get by that game I Thank think. you I pro- I actively <laughs> protested The Borderlands series So I'm, oh. I'm, I'm happy To hear you say that Nice Yeah I think the guy Who makes it Might be a pedophile So mm-hmm. And right. I'm confirming it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> yeah An I, absolute I journo Over here <laughs> if, if you're a Neo fan And you like that game More power to you The sequel's coming out Like I think in a week Which is like why I started playing The first one mm-hmm. um, But I'm not gonna Play that sequel I don't think mm-hmm. Also the Ghosts of Tsushima Ghost Game of Tsushima. is gonna come out Here pretty soon Yeah and that's another feudal Japan game. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say uh, no, and you can sh- sue me. <laughs> oh, you're not proof. gonna play Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, no. Okay. I, okay, I probably will. I'm probably gonna play it too. Yeah, it seems cool. It's Sucker Punch, right?
1: Oh, what is this? It's like, Wait, it's, it's
3: it's. I, I don't know same, too much about. It. I'm only seen like a couple of like cinematics and the clips, same but shit, it's like right. It's just like a fun actiony feudal Japan game, right?
0: Yeah, I don't it's think it's the gonna, the gonna be like like Neo or Sekiro that are like hard get good type games. Sure. I think it's going to be more of like a like Sucker Punch made like uh, Infamous. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get less and less excited about this. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, Lux,
1: what are you been playing?
3: I've been playing Final Fantasy 10, baby. Awesome. Um, I just, well, I mean, we're going to talk about this. We're, we're talking about the Final Fantasy 7 demo and I booted it up and I played it And when I had been playing. So before I've been playing, aviary attorney and final fantasy 7 and switching off the two but then the demo came out for the remake and i was like well playing final fantasy 7 as my background rpg if i'm just gonna play the remake when it comes out seems dumb as shit so i'm done with that but i wasn't ready to give up final fantasy so i grabbed the uh final fantasy X for the switch and it is so fun i fucking oh. love that game
0: yeah is
1: it the pop star one no it's the one that's the blitzball one
0: uh Blitzball, yeah. yeah. yeah I think yeah. the Popstar one is like the mm. X2, right? Yeah, it's 10-2. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I Damn.
3: which also comes with 10 on the Switch, if you buy it. You buy it. You buy it both oh, wow. Of them, yeah. Jesus. Yeah,
1: have you ever played that deal. game, Griffin? i I played the Popstar
0: one. Oh, so you've only played 10-2? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no, no, and I have played halfway through the Blitzball one. In fact, I got to Blitzball, and then I, for some reason, stopped playing. Well, Blitz, because... Okay, so when I was a kid, I played this game, because my
3: brother got a PlayStation and like went to college and left it, and then I played it on his PlayStation or whatever. Um, and I remember loving blitzball as a kid, and I played it now, and it drove me insane because it's just like I can't control any of the guys except for the guy with the ball. and I'm used to playing like basketball and hockey sports games where like, yeah, my ability to be good at sports games mm-hmm. makes me win the game.
1: Mm-hmm. and
3: in blitzball, no it doesn't it doesn't help at all in any meaningful way
1: yeah i got frustrated and like didn't want to read all the menu rules and kind of just stop playing after blitzball where
3: you only have to play one blitzball game in that game but <laughs> you're only obligated to play one
0: unless you want to get waka's ultimate weapon yeah then you gotta play like 450 <laughs> oh, yeah. blitzball you're games
3: only obligated to play one you should play all of that
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i remember uh, 10 is one of my favorite final fantasies i love it so so much mm-hmm. um it, it like I think it does usher in a new era of Final Fantasy oh, yeah. that I like way less than the previous era, yes. but it, it it was so good when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being so frustrated on by when I was getting all of my characters' ultimate weapons because you have to do some infuriating stuff to yes. get those. Like Lulu's is you have to like dodge that lightning bolt like a hundred times in a row. Hell yeah! It's like yeah. a timing game that you can fuck up so easily. Right. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of a nightmare man. yeah i do think you're right Good.
3: though that 10 really marks this like transition into final fantasy as having more of a sci-fi aesthetic generally and less like steampunky fantasy um, yeah,
0: and voice acting too which yeah you know for better or worse is here to stay yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll say i'll
3: say worse
1: <laughs> yeah
3: although yeah well, we'll get into it but i they yeah i just like to read
2: mm. like
3: mm-hmm. i like to read books and i like to read video games and then Me like too. It's so much easier for me to just be able to like play a game and be able to read it, and I can have like music or a podcast on in the background or something, and like not. It doesn't. It doesn't bother anyone around me because it's not like I have to have it turned up and like. Like I was playing uh, Final Fantasy X at the uh, laundromat yesterday, and I accidentally unplugged my headphones while I was like picking up laundry, and so other people around me just got to hear like,
2: like, Lu- watching like Lulu just
3: being like, "Shapu's <laughs> never coming back, Waka. He's never coming back," and every people around me were like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what is happening?" <laughs>
0: That's uh, great, and it was
3: humiliating. Like all, yeah. like, like every time I leave the house, it no. was a total embarrassment.
1: You got to find a new laundry mat now. No, yeah. Everyone, everyone there knows that you didn't get Waku's ultimate weapon.
0: It's humiliating.
3: Yeah, well, they they know that I was only two hours into the game, so I think that would have been an unrealistic expectation. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I love ten. I also bought. I picked up twelve for the Switch, and yeah. I'm I'm excited to jump into that because I've never played that game. Oh, that one's so pretty okay. I it's not. I bad. don't even know how it goes. Is it's is the one with lightning. No, that's oh, thirteen. Okay. Which somebody? Oh, shout out to Oscar Montoya. Don't know if he listens to this show. He let me. He gave me a copy of Final Fantasy thirteen. I told wow. him I had never played it, and he just like lent me his. So. Yeah, it will,
1: you'll the curse has been passed on to you. Right, you'll I'm, find I'm,
0: another soul to give <laughs> it to. And, I'm drunk with Final Fantasies. I need <laughs> to play.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, then I guess uh, if there's not any more segments, maybe we should get into the meat of uh, yeah. Me to this thing. unless you want to talk about
0: the news I mean the coronavirus oh, yeah. has oh. destroyed just about everything in how, gaming how, how, that we how love we do
1: it on time do we have time to do a little bit of news
0: uh I will we'll do a quick fire round here I have only all day so you guys have okay. to tell me when you're then,
1: then let's get into a little bit of you know we're bringing game some boys, game boys magic a little bit of game boys magic here we're welcome back to toxic or toxic Jeremy you've played toxic or toxic before but if anyone listening doesn't know I'm gonna say stuff that happened in the video game news you're gonna tell me from the gut if you think it's toxic as in bad like right. incel, gamer culture, um, get it off my internet uh-huh. or if it's do 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 as in the Britney Spears I have a song, drop for that.
0: You do? I have a drop for toxic. We'll use incredible. it. We'll use it. Uh, if you
1: think it's a, a good hit, slap banger, good thing, like the Britney Spears song. New story number one: PS Five and Xbox Series X standout
0: features may require a new TV. That 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 sounds like that sounds like a weird. It's like weirdly worded. Okay, so then I'll I'll
1: word it even simpler. Yeah. Uh, the new new features on the the new console features may require you to buy a new TV.
0: I mean that's already the case with the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X though. Like if mm-hmm. you don't have a 4K TV. Okay, so we know where you stand on this. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I, so you. What think, is the new TV you have to buy? I'm
1: saying you, the new TV you have to buy uh, is uh, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just like it's, it's any TV as long as it costs eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Here's the point. Is, yeah. First of all, take a stand.
0: Okay, I I, st- <laughs> I stand with um the the. The new consoles. I'm okay, like, okay, you stay uh, with new consoles. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I should like, buy new TVs. I'm like, for that's new consoles. that's fine. As long as it doesn't require, it's not a requirement. Like, I you see. can still play the new PS5 without oh, buying it. I see. It. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because for me, I was like, well, like, you can make the. I'm okay with that if you make the PS5 like $400. Mm-hmm. But if you make the PS5 like $600, which is like what i think that's going to be that much? Well, yeah, I'm genuinely concerned it might hit six. I'm afraid if it's five. I think five is at this point incredibly moderate and hopeful. Yeah,
3: five is definitely your center of the bell curve yeah. price.
0: It's there d- has been no successful console launch over $400, though. Did you know that? Uh, I believe it. I know. Yeah, I, every I, I, every single sense. one that's priced over that has failed miserably. Like the PS didn't the
1: PS4 start at four
0: hundred? I think it started at four hundred. That's what you got to do. You got to start four hundred. See, and that's right.
3: and that's why I think this is
1: toxic. <laughs>
2: there
3: we go. <laughs> um, that's what I was waiting because, for. Because, like, part of the for better or worse, part of the culture of gaming is that like consoles are like the more casual gaming option than the PC. Like buying your own rig and shit, and it's yeah. like then you don't want to set up all these crazy barriers to entry that are mm. just going to like create more sort of like stratification of like gaming culture you because, just like yeah. make it so i can get a ps5 take my ps4 punt it into the creek in the backyard <laughs> and then just plug the 5 in and fucking go go go
0: like i think that's what is going to be the case so I think what that is saying is if you want to see like, which is already the case, if you want to see God of War look the best, you're going to need a 4K TV, preferably mm-hmm. like a Sony one that has like truer blacks and mm-hmm. stuff like that.
1: But then, but then to argue against that point, it's like most of us have to buy the PS5 just to get to play the new games. Yeah. But if it's literally, we don't get anything else out of that. It's an expensive well, the item. question
0: the question is yeah, a lot that, t- does that make sense? Well, like, no, because it's it still seems like simple science to me. like if you have an outdated TV, mm-hmm. things are just gonna look how they always look on that tv. the the yeah. real
3: The real question to me is, is it that the p s five downscales graphics to a worse TV or is capable of upscaling to a better TV? You see mm. what I mean? because if yeah, it's, if it's compressing down to make things like look worse than they naturally look, then it's gonna be pretty rough to play on a not four k TV. But if it's able to take 1080 shit and then render it out in 4K through its, like, video card and shit, like, if they're, mm-hmm. making, shit, if they're making shit in 1080 with a 4K video card, the output's 4K, that's mm-hmm. probably fine. But if they're making yeah. shit in 4K and then the video card is to down compress it and put it on the TV, then you're going to see, like, weird glitchy stuff and, like... Yeah, artifacting and shit, and that's so. That's you what think I want to avoid. In,
0: yeah, so you think developing in 4K is toxic?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: That's what I thought. Kind of thought we were getting at, but
0: if my, that's not what's happening. My question is:
1: is if you buy the PS5 at five hundred dollars, right, and any of the features of next gen are unavailable to? At least seventy-five percent of the population mm-hmm. that doesn't own a 4K or better TV, right? Then you literally are forcing a population to pay five hundred dollars to play the same level generation of games. So it's like, what are, what is the majority of the population getting out of that five hundred dollars then, other than just uh, unlocking a gate to receiving new video games? Right. Better. It doesn't better no, load no times? next gen.
0: May- well, yeah, yeah that load for like sure. That. Also, the PS5, as far as we know, is probably going to be able to play all of the previous generation PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if you guys are even excited about that, but I, I do a, I, I do a tiny bit of collecting, mm-hmm. and I have a, P, <laughs> I have a PS2 library that is like really sick that wow. I cannot wait to. Oh jump yeah, that's back my in. biggest. That sounds good. That's my
1: biggest thing
0: yeah. with ps
3: is that I have. Like, one of those big U-Haul boxes yeah. in my closet with a PS2 and, like, all of my dad's weird RPG nerd <laughs> PS2 games that he has decided that he's done with. Yes. So I just have, like, all the Shin Megami Tensei games, a bunch of the old oh, Persona games, all that kind of shit. Same. A um, bunch of, like, Final Fantasies, all in this box that, like, I don't want to set up the PlayStation 2 in my house because, like, that's, like, just cluttering my little space and I have the PS4. But if I get the PS5 and can play all those shits, that's mm-hmm. going to be...
1: Mwah, that's, like, yeah. that's, that's something I'm looking forward to in a big way. Well, the first question really split a rift in this entire segment. <laughs> get I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to just do maybe like a quick two more. Uh, mm-hmm. Next news story. The the production team behind E3 has dropped out after Los Angeles declares state of emergency due to coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, this convention is going to have nothing there. Yeah,
3: I mean... I think this is do-do-do-do-do because, like, yeah, if if there's a state of emergency because of a disease, stay home. Like, Uh. that is the easiest choice. I, too, would not go make E3, especially if no one's, like, like you're saying, like, Sony's not going, Microsoft's not going, like no but, one's, but but not
1: because of Corona, right? This but it's is just the second wind of attack, right? This is what I'm like, saying, like,
3: though, is that like uh-huh. so before coronavirus, basically every major <laughs> uh, developer was not going to be there, and yeah. then you, I, if I'm a guy who's working this like fucking convention, I'm not going to be like, I will risk getting the Vin Diesel quarter mile at a time disease uh just to like make sure that people can see like four games from like a studio no one's heard of like it's just not it's just not a worthwhile trade like if the if the big companies were there maybe it's worth getting coronavirus but for this like no way
1: catch coronavirus just to like see like the mobile games expo and some new endless runner yeah
3: exactly like, that's like all no it's Yeah, absolutely a bad trade. I I wouldn't do it.
0: I R.I.P. E3 you know yeah, I think I, this is it I, lo- I loved E3 growing up yeah. I have so much nostalgia for it yeah. but like it just doesn't make sense to do anymore it's yeah. so fucking expensive mm-hmm. um i do i mean i guess is gdc sort of a similar type of event i yeah. mean that was also canceled due to coronavirus mm-hmm. but yeah um, who knew it would, this would hurt gamers the most i don't i don't i don't i would love
1: out of everyone it's definitely
0: gamers i would love a good video games con or something that like that was special like like an e3 used to be but i just i just when i see how much money they spend like just frivolously i I'm just like... It's not just the it's money. It's not sustainable. Though. It's
1: not just the money. It's actually
0: like being forced to have something to show
1: at these things mm-hmm. ruins the production schedules of video games because all of the time that they could be spent working on the game all of a sudden they have three months before E3 and they have to get a vertical slice of this game that looks good and is playable yeah. out they have to stop everything to just like really make like a five to ten minute demo yeah. or something like that and that like oftentimes uh really like hurts production schedules I mean, which, like which puts more pressure on the developers and yeah. it's just like a shitty kind of brutal cycle
0: i think that part of it sucks i do i am a big fan of delaying games though yeah. i think delay games as far as i have such yep, a backlog yep. that's so insane at mm-hmm. this point that i'm like oh i don't care if avengers ever comes out it's yeah, yeah. like no keep the, i'm <laughs> in no rush for <laughs> of any of to 2. come out
3: because ps5 yeah i don't yeah. give a shit yeah mm-hmm. i've never rush rush for getting that like that's this is the tricky balance of e3 is that like part of for in, in some ways especially when we were younger it was like a real christmas morning feel because it was like E3 is here, and now you get to see the demos for not just next year's games, but, like, next year's engines and, like, graphical mm-hmm. capabilities. Like, every year for a long time, E3 would have trailers, and you'd be like, whoa, I didn't know games could look like that. But then also, things would happen, like, the StarCraft Ghost story that, like, Griffin's kind of getting at, where, like, they play a thing at E3. Everyone's like, we need this game. They try to, like, crush yeah. it out. It falls apart. And then, the like, the only shooter game I've ever wanted to play doesn't even come out.
0: Oh, um, t- such a bummer. Did you guys watch the uh, Starcraft Ghost like playthrough?
3: Yeah, that was ugh.
0: It looks yeah. cool. It did look. It looked cool for that generation. Like yeah, I would have. I didn't. I didn't see that. You didn't see it. It, no. it kind of looks like a I, basic. I, I, I have Starcraft <laughs> muted on Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I Griffin mean, by today's the it looks scary. very basic. Yeah. <laughs> I uh. just. I just think the Starcraft fans are are bullies. Mm. Yeah,
3: Griffin's always mad when they're posting snake emojis in his
0: mentions.
1: <laughs> Starcraft, I can say Starcraft is a game for babies, and then they post snake emojis. Wow. <laughs>
0: uh, I was also bummed to find out today that uh, I I collect I collect those mini consoles, right? And the Turbo Graphics 16 mini that Amazon was releasing. Oh yeah, cool. That got indefinitely delayed yeah. due to mm-hmm. coronavirus, mm-hmm. which like that's that's that stinks. But also like. It was a very like eye-opening moment of like, oh god, like, coronaviruses everywhere.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's fine as long as you don't put the controller in your mouth mm-hmm. or touch your nose or eyes with it. Well, yeah. then don't ship it to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do yeah. I do with it then? Yeah, what do I, <laughs> what do, I do with it? You uh, know well, it, that was
3: as I say, no, you no. can't trust a controller if you don't put it in your mouth.
1: Right, exactly. Okay. Good, good, good. Mm. Well, that was toxic. Toxic. Thank you for playing. <laughs> uh, we did two long ones instead of all the little boring ones. Mm. And I think that's a solid way to do it. But let's get talking about the game that we're all in this room for. Mm-hmm. This demo that appeared Final out Final Fantasy VIII R-
0: yeah. HD mm-hmm. Switch yes. port. Uh-huh. Finally. You can press. Finally. You can
3: press uh, start and go three times as fast.
1: <laughs> uh, finally, I can watch uh, Advent Children on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that yet, can you? <laughs> no, no, but I'm. I'm get that hashtag trending. Yeah, yeah, let's get that hashtag trending. She's trying to positively
3: manifest it. The secret
1: style. Yeah. Yeah. F-f-f-f-f-f- Advent Children to switch, uh, but. This game uh is it coming out next week? Did that? Did I April hear that? 10th. Okay, so it's coming out soon. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh this game was sweet. Uh what do you guys think? You're you're. I feel like you have the most passion for Final so, Fantasy. So someone should intro what we're talking about.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's the
1: demo. Final Fantasy Seven demo. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Well, here.
0: and it, but it, it kind of like stealth dropped. I don't think any of us Came were expecting nowhere. it, right? No, Came I woke nowhere. up
3: to a text from Griffin, and then three hundred tweets that were like, <laughs> "The Final Fantasy Seven demo. It's here!" Yeah,
0: yeah. I I couldn't believe it. Um, I, my my day. I think it was. Su- it wasn't Super Tuesday. No. It was like No, it was. It, it w-
1: was. It was and so it was like the perfect time. Like yeah, they th- yeah. they knew. I think I'm yeah. willing
3: I'm willing to bet I might not be a living human if it weren't for <laughs> this demo coming out when it did.
2: Yeah. I was like
3: so stressed cuz like I do campaign stuff and, and work on these things um and I was Wait really very stressed and having a terrible time just like waiting for results and just being able mm-hmm. to be like I played through it like three times. I and you just,
0: are you are in Texas, right? Yes,
3: I am in Texas.
0: Wow, a lot of good uh, that did. Though. Yeah, I, wait, I, I, I'm. No, I'm just <laughs>
1: making a huge revelation here. I thought it maybe helped us, but youth turnout wasn't what it was. Perhaps because of the demo, hey? Were they know, trying to kneecap us? Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe all the people that we knocked
3: on doors of were just like, oh, "I can't make shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I got I'm sorry, but I gotta see what Barrett sounds like. Is it? Still, I got to. I got to
0: replay this over and over again. That's, oh, I, that's my what God.
3: I did.
1: Um, Holy shit! Squaring nicks for Biden.
0: Well, I'll talk about how I felt about it at the end, but I want actually want to hear how you felt about it. Uh, yeah, so me, I
1: I only recently played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Did you beat it? For uh, I still haven't even beaten it, no. Oh, yeah. But I know all the story, though, mm-hmm. and because and when we did it for your right. episode. Uh, and uh, I've also admitted on these podcasts before that my first entry to Final Fantasy was Advent Children, that movie. Awesome. Um, that was my first introduction to the Final Fantasy... Seven characters and mm-hmm. story, and um, it worked for me. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, this game. So you're
0: used to all this jumping around and like well, flying. It's funny in the you air. should say jumping around and flying the air, yeah. because
1: my biggest complaint with this game is how landlocked to the ground you are. There's okay. no jump button. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like no like sky high antics. Well, right? there
3: there are. If you fight things, that jump you jump to fight stuff.
1: You, yeah, but there. But I just want to jump. Like like mm-hmm. the, like you like there I can, is no jump like button. I can in like Kingdom Hearts or something
0: like that. So I was going to ask you how does this compare to Kingdom Hearts because I'm hearing this a lot of talk that this is very similar incredi- to the...
1: incredibly similar, just like I think a more refined, like simpler mm-hmm. version. But yeah, it's like you you lock on the stuff, you move around. It's kind of like swingy and lock yeah. Uh I like how simple it is. Like it's yeah. just like square, and then you switch to a stronger move.
0: Does Kingdom Hearts have that thing where you can like um stop the battle, freeze the battle to like command your other? characters and stuff
1: that's a thing that's that they've brand new introduced i like like that real time classic mode yeah yeah
0: i like the stopping everything Uh to like kind of play chess for a minute and then going back to like your button mashing or whatever
1: and i wonder will the game ever be hard enough that you'll need to do that
0: so i actually did find this demo kind of hard uh i think i just wasn't adjusting to the mechanics quickly enough but like i almost got Murked by that first robot. Oh, really? Not even the yeah. boss. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just that first bigger robot. I yeah. was like, "What the fuck is happening? Why can't I use my magic?" Like it took me a while to figure out the ATB. Like you have to like or er- almost earn the privilege to use an item or yes. use magic.
1: Yes. Um. I like. Uh. I like also that their points are from Kingdom Hearts. Like the shortcuts. So it's like you push L one down and you can have a bunch of shortcuts to use your yeah. moves. So it's just like it. it this game is incredibly polished just mm-hmm. on a big level it's like like this fucking slice of the game they showed us it looks insanely good it's insanely satisfying to like play and hit around yeah. it's pretty easy um yeah but uh it felt really good i just it felt like everyone was just kind of like sliding around on the ground and like i, I like i miss that verticality still Hmm. Um of the Kingdom Hearts games. But uh overall it looks really good. Uh, and I'm excited for this ten year saga of releasing this in parts. <laughs> uh,
0: I think I think you just touched upon like what might possibly break my heart ultimately about this game. Yeah. Is uh piecemealing it out to me. Yes. I, I mean, think this um, whole game stays in Midgar. I, uh, that's the rumor, anyway. No, no, they confirm that. That's
1: fully confirmed. This game never leaves the city, man. Uh, it, I mean, that means that they're like definitely adding stuff and like fleshing it out more. But we're gonna be playing this game for the next ten years. <sighs> that's and such I ha- a bummer. Have a feeling that the kind that this style of combat will start to feel pretty old after sixty hours.
3: Yeah, I mean that's one sort of my so. I mean we've talked about this on Game Boys a lot and also just personally all the time is one thing about me uh is that I'm a real turn-based pervert like right. I not only <laughs> I not only love turn-based yeah. combat I to even go, love when you're in neighborhood you have to tell people. I even love like a 2 hour boss fight where like three wrong moves will make you have to start the entire thing over Yeah like that's I'm a
0: sucker for that too That's
3: like that's my favorite shit like that's what yeah. makes me happy and so this did game, you play dragon
0: quest 11 oh yes yeah so you were you were psyched about it yeah but, uh, i loved it yeah i had a great same. time
3: um i mean well this came up when we played when we talked about persona 5 and how like the persona 5 boss fights super long and super hard and like two or three strategic fuck-ups will send you back like an hour and a half and i was just like yeah that's why it's good yeah. um but the problem with this is that like you know it's not that like they took the fighting system from final fantasy 15 and like tightened it up and made it a lot better um, it's much better at being that than Final Fantasy 15 was. It's just not quite as fun. And I tried classic mode, which is like kind of the turn basey version. And it was like the most dissociative video game experience of my life.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because
3: what happens is they just fight and do the shit. And then whenever the ATB bar fills up, you can tell them to do something different. But it's like, oh. I feel like I'm not the character anymore. Because the character is just fighting and jumping around and, and stabbing stuff. And I'm just like, all right, when you're ready... I'll little voice in your head that tells you to shoot fire at this guy.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. There's and like that, an auto mode.
3: Yeah, that's, and that, that's the classic mode. Um, yeah. And that, like, I get what they're trying to do because it does effectively, like, fill in the gaps of what's happening in, like, your imagination during the turn-based stuff. But it's just not as effective at getting me in there. I did still like, it was still fun to do it this way. But, like, it... Final Fantasy boss fights to me are like supposed to be these like delicate dances of like yeah how far can I push like attacking and using my skills before I have to like use an item or use cure or like how do I balance all these things and this game it's like fucking smash that square button until the bar fill up and then you got to pick one of your three moves and do that and then, mm-hmm. obviously that'll complicate and get more intricate as the game goes on and like once it develops but it was just like it was super fun I really enjoyed it but that the combat element just made me sort of be like. It doesn't have the same magic. It doesn't have the same sort of, like, tension that the turn-based versions have.
0: I, uh... You see, I I played all the way through Final Fantasy XV, never felt like I ever got my head around that combat system where I felt like I knew exactly what I was doing the whole time. It's
1: very just, like, wave...
0: ah. Yeah, it (laughs) it, it is very... Um, uh, It's like a Michael Bay film kind (laughs) of thing happening where I I couldn't tell always what even was going on in fights. And I had a, a... the same sort of traumatic flashbacks playing this where I was like, yeah, it it just does seem like a lot is going on on screen. And like, I, I even, I only played it once. I think I'm going to play it again soon. But um, like, I remember like controlling Barrett and feeling like, Oh, this, like, it's cool that I get to be him. Like getting to walk around as Barrett was like a huge joy for me, but it was also like, I don't feel like he's very powerful or I can't really get my head around how he Operates before this demo's over. Yeah. So I will say that a lot of the combat stuff, I think it's it's going to take some adjusting for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely down on it, but I I, I think like Lux, I would pre- I would have preferred like maybe if there was an option if if classic mode was just literally a turned based game mm-hmm. as opposed to you yeah. know you running into. The way it sounds is sort yeah. of like a, just a gimped version. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that I'm here for this whole fucking thing just on the merit of, like, how cool everything looked. Like, th- I I played through the intro of old Final Fantasy VII, and the way that the map works in that is, like, a one-to-one but, like, differently scaled version of what happens Isn't in the insane? demo. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Like, the, the one shot that really got me <clears throat> that I saw from the original game was they're at the... Mako facility Yeah, not Mako. Not Mako. <laughs> huge reveal on yeah, that one. Uh, Mako. Um and there's that bridge yes and then it goes in mm-hmm. and it's like a three way and wedge train. runs to the opposite yeah. end of it and, and then you like, can go talk to him shit, yeah like this uh this looks exactly like right. it but in re and it's yeah. like whoa it's or
0: like-, like um, you get to a part where you have to open up security doors and like huh. Jesse opens the first one Biggs opens the second one and that's just like from playing that game so many times I knew that in my bones like well she has to open the first door and he has to open the second door and they, exa- yeah. they did it exactly that way but it looks
3: so cool and like they're so much more present in the moment which is cool right I mean it's it's a weird
0: experience being like a a guy
3: who was a kid playing Final Fantasy 7 and then was like an internet kid and because I don't know how how do you want to go but like if you're on the internet like a lot of Final Fantasy 7 fan art was like taking this world that was like clearly incredibly beautifully imagined and awesome and like then people drawing it to like the quality that Mm -hmm. like it should have been and like now we're finally playing in that world like, yeah. it's very reminiscent of, like, old, like, early 2000s, mid-2000s fan art of Final Fantasy Seven, just because that's always what it's wanted to be, has been, like, this game's so big and epic, I want a version of it that, like, looks as cool as, like, it should, and now it does, and now we're doing it, and that that element of it is awesome, and so it's, like, running around as Barrett, like you said, and also, like, I'm glad that they made it so fucking lifting the thing off Jesse's leg won't just, like ruin your day if you just like <laughs> if it's like you don't have to like backtrack and run around and go back together it's just like a, in a quick moment in the story right that you get to do and like it and it all feels way more intense and present like that it does feel a lot more urgent than the the original did it to me like you could really get a sense of like everyone's gonna fucking die like, right. in a way that the other one doesn't but yeah it, it's in some ways it captures and even improves upon the magic of the, of the original. And in some ways it like, doesn't quite get there for me. It's like a mm-hmm. weird, uh, but all, yeah. overall, like I'm, like you said, I'm a hundred thousand percent into, into it. Like, yeah. I'm, it,
1: it's a weird mixture of successes and failures. Cause it's like, um, like it succeeds on looking and feeling good, but like, there's this like w- w- this weird fear in the back of our heads that the combat is going to get boring mm-hmm. or just like not something that you want to invest into for more than like 25 hours before you're just over
0: it. I can tell you um, it definitely succeeds in casting Matt Jones as the voice of Wedge, <laughs> uh, Badger from Breaking Bad. That was a big check mark. That yeah, I was nervous they
1: weren't gonna. Yeah, hit. well,
0: okay. So this is a kind of a crazy <laughs> story. I- I'll tell it. On this is uh, Matt Jones lives in my neighborhood, okay. and uh, I recently had him over to like record some sort of podcast stuff yeah. and like edit something. So, uh I was both pleased and devastated when I started playing that game and heard his voice coming out of that mouth cuz on one hand I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I actually know someone who is a part of this game." Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'm like, get the fuck out of my video game, Matt Jones. Like, I want to play... This is, like, my private time, okay? This is, like, where I block the world out. Like, I don't want my Hollywood friends to start showing up in my video games. That's, like, bullshit, you know? Like-
1: yeah, if I, if I like, um, if I logged into Molten Core Raid and, like, uh, one of the bosses just sounded like Lux, I'd be fucking furious. <laughs> I mean, if one of the bosses sounded like
3: me, everyone would be furious. <laughs> if one of the bosses just, like, yeah, I got some
1: gold... You're not gonna get it though. <laughs> like, that's not like,
0: okay, we have to kill this guy. I mean, yeah. relentlessly. What do you think yeah. is one of the biggest failures that you, um, you're pointing to? Well, I think the
1: memory. failure is like, well, is but the potential for this type of gameplay to mm. be stale or not, or not, or not feel like a like an upgrade. Yeah, but, but like a left turn or like a lateral
0: move or boring. Uh, and then or, also, yeah.
1: what I've been thinking and feeling after listening to both you guys is like. This is gonna be like the Hobbit movies. Like they made, they tried to make it three movies. Yeah, and I'm like nervous just about like the longevity and the like the stamina and just like the investment that it requires. It has to be so good for us to want to stick around for that long. I think like they could be shooting
0: themselves in the foot. I think they could have made the game shorter than the original. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, think they could have cut yeah. a lot I of it so and too. had and streamlined it and made a really fun. Twenty hour experience? I I think the game should be
1: a hundred and twenty hours, but it should just be one game and they should release it like a year into the PlayStation 5. Wow. Uh, but like the way they're doing it now, it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was
0: getting a major Resident Evil 2 remake vibes with it, also yeah. like with the lighting, which I thought yeah. was really
1: interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I still think games like
1: Death Stranding look better. I don't know. Oh, than
0: this? Yeah. I, I think, haven't played Death Stranding. I think but Death, Death Stranding
1: looks better. Uh, see, I don't know.
3: I don't think The Stranding looks better, but Death Stranding, see. It's hard to compare because one Different thing about this demo, styles. one of yeah. this demo thing about this demo that really frustrated me is that like, okay, we get it—you can do the visuals of like intense, like industrial sci-fi dark yeah. stuff—and that's but, the problem with this game; it'll all be only be that. But yeah, but then it's like, well, maybe or maybe not. Like we don't know because there's also other stuff. Like even in even in Midgar, there's like other stuff that happens in other places you go. Like there's the church and there's Aerith's place and there's all the there's yeah. the stuff with the mob boss and all this stuff. But it didn't even, and, like, there's Tifa's place, but didn't even give us any hint of how those kind of things look or how it feels in that kind of zone. And that makes me leery because, like, one thing that Last of Us is really good about is, like, you go to a bunch of different feeling places that feel and look kind of different and, like, spooky in different kinds of ways or whatever. And there's, like, clear tonal stuff. And this game doesn't, the demo didn't give me any of that to, like, look forward to in a way where I'm, like, this didn't prove that you can strike the, like, you can hit this stylistic high Across all the, like, can it be this cool when you're at the Golden Saucer and it's an arcade? Do, like, will a Chocobo race right. look this cool? Will, like, Sephiroth layer layer like, the Genova shit or, like, the Big Valley, like, look as cool? Like, I mean, there's no hinting towards that Do stuff. Do we even get to the Big Valley? Well, no, but my point is that, like...
0: Yeah, I that's uh, what you're saying. You, like, when you get out of Midgar, what is that going to look like? No,
1: but you don't get yeah. to see that in this game. as no, but point. even
3: even no, I in know, Midgar, yeah. there are stylistically different places. Though. Like, yeah,
1: it just but it doesn't still, like Tifa's bar is still like a dark industrial bar. Yeah, but like, like
0: Aerith's house isn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like what
0: about picture. Don Corneo's porn yeah. palace? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm sure that will
1: be lit completely differently. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> like. the thing is in the
3: in the original game, even though they're not, I mean, obviously not lit differently because like it's uh. you know whatever, but like it the style is different, the tone is very different. Like one thing about Final Fantasy VII that I think we talked about when you were on on Game Boys is that like it it's really good at managing tone, at being like funny when it wants to be, at being serious, at being emotional, and this didn't flex any of those real, any of those muscles. So like. Yeah. As cool as this demo was, and it was very cool, it didn't answer any of my like real R- questions about this game. Look, like, the things I really I, want yeah, them to. I,
0: I will say it gave me hope because it looked a hundred times. To- I don't know if compared to Death Stranding is even is comparable because like Death Stranding has like those beautiful like hilly, green, yeah. lush areas.
1: Maybe unfair to compare the two because the art styles are different. Yeah,
0: I don't know. What are the Were the interiors in Death Stranding pretty epic like that? Like were they like you really know, detailed and stuff?
1: Yeah, but I think it was just like there was just something about the visual fidelity of the engine that was like yeah. running it. I think it's like the engine they did uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on. Great, and there's there's something about the atmospheric environments they get out of that engine that just like looks really good to me. It's different art style, yeah. Finalized, it still looks very good. Uh, but- yeah, I thought
0: it, I thought it looked exceptional. Compared to other stuff I've been playing. Like, uh, because to me, Resident Evil 2 Remake, whatever engine that's in Mm -hmm. that they did, like, Devil May Cry 5 in, like, Mm -hmm. to me, that's like the pinnacle of how games have been looking. Where just like that, the lighting in that is so gorgeous that I can really almost feel what next gen is going to be like. Mm -hmm. And Final Fantasy 7 had a lot of that kind of stuff in there. Where like, I spent so much time like looking at posters Mm -hmm. in the demo because I was like, wait, what the, like, what is this an ad for? An energy drink? Are you 4K? Uh yeah wow. yeah yeah I'm I'm 4K TV. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start yeah. I'm gonna start asking yeah. people. Hey, hey bro you 4K? Are yeah you 4K? I'm 4K. I have I mean I bought I bought my TV back in like 2016. So too.
1: that's when 4K was really was really 4K.
0: It Was really 4K. Yeah, not this 3.8K <laughs> yeah. nonsense. But, it, but I will say like you know on it, it looked it looked really really great. Did I get a 4K TV? I think you should. I, I don't even think they're that expensive. I don't think. Um, yeah
1: how much is a 4K TV?
0: Right I think now? you probably get a cheap one for like couple hundred bucks? I just got a free smart TV, so I feel
3: silly buying a 4K TV because I just got a nice TV for free, but it's like... Yeah. Part of me is also like,
0: but I got to have
3: my Ks.
0: You can almost get... A 4K like cheating it if you turn the brightness down on your TV. Yeah. Uh, I, I just know that from like me playing Resident Evil 2 Remake on my TV versus seeing mm-hmm. my roommate playing it on his giant 1080p TV. Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is just brighter. Like, like turn the brightness down. Yeah. And I think you can get a similar like effect in these yeah, games.
3: Yeah, to, to some degree, you definitely can. It also depends on the shading engine, but yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's also a DIY 4K. You just stand really close to the TV. <laughs> And you, you can really see all the pixels. <laughs> uh yeah, but I I will say that um I'm I'm excited about the look of sh- like Shinra and and Midgar and how that whole thing is going to like come to life. But it doesn't answer the questions like what is the gold saucer going to look like? What is uh you know what Costa del Sol going to yeah. be, you know, like uh and that's not even we're not even leaving disc 1 at that point, you yeah. know. There's so
1: there's like And it feels to me like I you know I'm only halfway through Final Fantasy 7, but Yeah. The first part was really interesting. Then when they get to the bigger lands, some places are more interesting than others and there does seem to be some like filler yeah. side zone areas. So For I'm
0: fans, like, there every area is going to be the like, incredible the to, most like, cool yeah, thing right, they've ever it. seen, yeah, but yeah. like <laughs> I I would agree with you if you're playing it with modern eyes like maybe maybe somewhere. going to Calm is right. not as cool yeah. as going to Nibelheim and seeing like the burning right. city and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's so
3: it, it's it's interesting though. It's it, like the I'm, I'm, I keep going back and forth in this demo because like, <laughs> like, because you just said you mentioned Nibelheim and it's like, imagine Nibelheim in this engine is like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The mansion going into the mansion. Yeah. Like
3: all that shit seems so fucking cool, but it's just like, give me something. Like that's why the fucking like little montage of shit that happens at the end. That's like coming soon was mm-hmm. so frustrating because it was all Midgar shit, which I get is yeah. the game they're currently making, but it's like. If you want to sell Final Fantasy Psychos on like this giant multi-step project, fucking cheat and just throw a few little like snippets, like throw us a couple tiny little chips of later stuff, just so I can see like what are your greens look like? What are your reds yeah. look like? What are your purples look like? Like well,
1: so you can so you can find so you can play those reds and greens in like 2026?
3: I mean, right? if you want well, if you like, want if you well, want me to I, give I, a shit be... enough to be following this into 2026. You got to give me something, right? Have like, they
0: said anything it's specific? From the, it's flawed from the start. Right, yeah, I, ha, I agree with that. Have <laughs> they said anything about their plan and rollout, like how they're going to roll the rest of this game out? Yeah,
1: they, they need they need some kind of Marvel phase plan.
0: Yeah, because I'm not sure it will be that long of a thing. Like, if we get a new, as long as Midgar section every year, we should be done in three years, right? Three or four years. Like Midgar is like, I think one of the bigger chunks of the whole game. Yeah. So I don't, I, I mean... Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so if we got it in three parts, that's only three years, which would be... Just a, time, just for the, just a
3: time for the next election.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we also, at that point, we'll have new consoles. So I don't know how that's going to work. Are they going to not release it on PS4? Yeah, I don't know. But it's
1: clear that they are going to be... Releasing these parts to purposely interfere with our elections. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. As, <laughs> as we saw in Texas, so tragically. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Beto, Beto came out and was like, Have you heard about the new demo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you heard? You're fucking, <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Oh my! Better, better wants it to be six parts. <laughs> yeah, better
3: wants yeah. to be six parts uh, every four years. <laughs> yeah. um, what, what would
0: be? What could? Is there a type of rollout they could do that just wouldn't make us angry? Oh, that's a great question.
1: Um, for me, and it's too late already for this, so I guess it's not constructive. But like mm-hmm. I say, like just like put out a very long, crazy big game mm-hmm. about a year and a half after the PS5 comes out.
3: I mean, yeah, that's the ideal for me. If you're not going to do that and you're going to do it this way, something that I kind of need is, like, for it to be Midgar plus a tiny bit with some, like, little chunkos of what's to come so that, like, when I finish Midgar, at least see a few, like, an hour of new shit and then, like, a teaser of the next thing because then I can at least be like, okay, in a year or in six months or whenever I have this thing to look forward to and land on. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I have faith that you're doing the next part right. The same way that I have faith you're doing Midgar, right?
1: I want them to really bring it back to basics and release a three-disc release. Like uh, like yeah. in the olden days. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care what the technological reason... Like, like like I don't care if they could fit it all into one disc. And it's like each disc is just like 20 gigabytes of storage, <laughs> like out of 50 right. or something. I want a three-disc thing of, of the parts... And I, and I want it to be so large that you have to like get a second console. I, I just yeah. I want to, I want them to take it back to basics. I don't want them to do this like new like pay to play like. Are they going to make service. us pay for the
0: for the um it just, next parts? It just of feels
1: it? like they're just doling it out in little bites instead of instead of the old school I mean, way of give of like just doing something massive. It's, like they're used to.
3: The problem is that part of the problem with this is that like. Final Fantasy VII is a game that already exists, right? So, like, if someone well, was, like, we're making this new crazy game, and it's going to be a Death Stranding-y type game, and it's going to come out in three parts over the course of three years, I think a lot of people would be, like, cool, that's a new thing, and we're, and I'm excited to, like, follow this journey as it goes. Mm-hmm. But because Final Fantasy seven already exists, everyone's just, like, okay, so I'm just waiting for a remake of a game I've already played? Like, that doesn't... Right. It doesn't have the same kind of juice. And, like, I say this as someone who, like, Final Fantasy 5 through 9 is like that and like the Shin Megami Tensei games are like that's where I live video game wise. Like that's yeah. my home zone. But even for me it's yeah. sort of like a little it's not as easy to get excited about that um as it would be to get excited about like if Final Fantasy 16 were coming out this way or something like
0: that. Right. Uh oh that reminded me of something. Do, do the um Oh, sorry to keep bringing it back to the Resident Evil 2 remake stuff, that but like I think rules. It, I think it is shameful that like Capcom has By the time this game will come out, we'll have released two remakes of their classic Resident Evil series, Resident Evil 2 and 3. But their
1: games are like four hours and for babies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those games
3: are not for babies. They're spooky and scary.
0: Yeah, they're very scary. But all all I'm saying is like, two classic games, Resident Evil 3 and 2, Mm -hmm. we're going to have remade beautifully rendered with so much fan service that is both hitting nostalgia and modern gaming with beautiful maps Uh before Final Fantasy can even release its first like yeah. four hour installment of its thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. how are they just cooking with gas so mm-hmm. much and Square can't really get it together? I
3: mean, well it feels like Square sometimes I love Square Enix, obviously. They make all like Monster most hair games, but like they have an Atlas, but like Sometimes they're like a little not with it in certain ways. Um, I mean, one is this thing where it's like other companies are remaking games and they're kind of setting the standard for how you do that and they're just choosing to do it differently in a way that like everyone is frustrated by. Another example of people being frustrated is like Barrett in this game, right? Like a big, a bit. A, he's like the only guy whose voice acting isn't like pretty good to mm-hmm. me. Um, and I remember, I mean, again, they, this is just me being a really online kid, but like when the first game came out, there were a lot of people who were like, Barrett's kind of racist. Like, <laughs> he's just a pile of like black guy on TV stereotypes jammed into oh. one dude with a gun attached. Mm. Um, and then they made a new game remake of the game and they were like, That's what he is again. A hundred percent.
1: You're and right. He- yeah, th- yeah, this game has like made by dad's energy as opposed to like the <laughs> new the new Nintendo games, which, like, they're, which like there's actual journalistic reports that, like, new younger teams have been given more reins on, like, the newer titles, which is why, like, Breath of the Wild is so innovative. And, like, Tomorrow mm. Odyssey had so much innovation because, like, it's a mixture of old veterans working with, like, new young people. This game feels like it's, this. It's like, yeah, it's just made by a bunch of dads. Right, totally.
3: It's a bunch of people who are, like gaming culture and symbolism and ideas are the same as 1997. The only thing yeah. that's changed is the technology,
2: Yes,
3: um, which in some ways is endearing because it keeps a lot of the ethos of the first game intact in some ways, less so because like Barrett, like you literally like Barrett sounds like fucking Debo. Like it's, unv- it's, it's, he's, it's, it, they just aren't, there's like a bunch of people who are like, Hey, this is kind of racist. Maybe change it up a little bit. And they were like, fuck that. Nope. And it's like, that's not their obligation They're not obligated to do that or anything, but it just sort of shows that, like you're saying, it's like it has made by dad's energy. Like, it just feels like the same dudes just have new toys to make the game with. And there's not like a new infusion of like creative energy or anything.
1: And maybe we like get because this game, they're going to add stuff to really stretch this out. Maybe we get more character interactions from people and more nuanced stuff in the future. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying that's not possible. Yeah. I think there's a few accessories from video games that should be allowed IRL: sunglasses indoors, mm-hmm. capes for sure, goggles, um, belts. I think. <laughs> I think guys. I think we're weeks away from capes. Mm-hmm. I think we're. Weeks You've been away saying away that for capes. weeks.
3: <laughs> yeah, wow. I know.
1: And It's gonna time out. Yeah, goggles. Um,
3: goggles got to come back around too.
1: But goggles on the forehead.
0: Yeah, you don't put them on your eyes. Right. You square right. Up here.
1: That would just clarify for me who the protagonist is, mm-hmm, like in yeah. any a given room.
0: I want a clock in a hat. Oh, <laughs> you know,
1: steampunk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, give me gears. Give me gears. Oh, yeah. Uh, so wait, you said you're you're an Atlas fan, right? You're a yeah. Shin Megami Tensei fan. Did yeah. you play any of those SNES Shin Megami Tensei? Yes, I did. Yeah, you
3: like them? You recommend? Yeah, they're fun. They're they're cool. Huh. I mean. I think that there's like a clear the PlayStation the the PlayStation 2 ones, like Nocturne especially,
2: mm-hmm. are just
3: such a jump in like not just yeah. amongst those games, amongst those like games, period. Yeah. That it's if if someone's like, hey, I've never played an SMT game, what should I do? I'm just like Nocturne, go find a yeah. way to play nocturne i um, have a
0: sealed copy of nocturne for the ps2 that i'm waiting to bust out for mm-hmm. that ps5
3: yeah so. totally i i mean i've yeah. i played it on the ps2 but I, in in that u-haul box i mentioned nocturne is right at the top of the pile
1: um yeah l- last thing unrelated to Final fantasy before we mm-hmm. before we kind of roll our way out of this episode like the ps5
0: have you seen what it might look like no, uh, I've only seen the dev kits are shaped kind of like a V, but right?
1: be, it's like a it's like a U and like you kind of see into the guts of uh-huh. it, kind of. Like, oh, yeah, 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 but yeah. it's like it's retro y looking too. Yeah. I think that is going to be the PS5. Oh, okay. People, people keep on saying that like the dev kits, like, yeah, that was what the dev kit looked like, but now they're getting like versions of it that aren't the dev kit that still look like that.
0: Oh. So, so I will say uh, this new word I've been trying to use a lot more in sentences, toyetic. Whoa. I feel like it's a very toyetic look. Uh, sure. That V, that deep V, you know? Yeah, well, toyetic, does that mean that something <laughs> it, inc- it
1: feels encouraging to interact with at, like a toy?
0: Yeah, well, it just looks more like, like, like the Dreamcast, I think, looks more like a toy than the PS4. It looks like a Blu-ray player, absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, Toyetic. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a the good...
0: controller for the N64 is Toyetic. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. Uh, as
0: opposed to the, uh, the Wii U. Uh, <laughs>
1: a which brutal is... exor- yes.
3: exercise in brutal efficiency. You yeah. Know, it's an exercise in, in brutalism,
1: a brutalist art. Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I guess is there anything else to say about this game? I mean, I will say the Sephiroth turning around in front of the fire revealed the end of the demo. It got me hype. Like, oh, it
0: did. Oh, that's good. I'm just, so over just, Sephiroth at this point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, get like, use him sparingly, please. Yeah, like, well, he's so much cooler when you don't see him.
3: That, well, that's why I was. That's why I was glad for what it was. I really didn't yeah. want it to be like an extended Sephiroth thing. I was really glad that it was like about five seconds on, like a zoom in yeah. on a silhouette, and then he just turns and like smirks, and there's fire behind him, and he, he's like, I love it. I'm bad, and uh, I got yeah. a big sword. And it's. Do you
0: like, remember the first time in the original game you see Sephiroth? It's, like, pretty late. It's after Midgar, right? I think so. I think...
3: Yeah, I think he's referred to a bunch earlier.
0: Because you see his carnage. You see, like, when he kills the president, he he lets you out of the jail and stuff, and it's like... You only hear about him (laughs) and see his, like, blood-stained remains of, like, what he's done. But... Mm -hmm uh I, yeah i i hope they keep him like very like spare yeah, he works sparing, best like, like a
3: like a jaws type yeah but to, to leave him out would have been the ultimate version of what i was saying before about not giving us hints about other stuff like right. if there had been none of him in the demo it would have just been like so what were we even trying to fucking prove to me here like let's to take away from this they
1: um, actually you have to defeat sephiroth the same way as jaws gasoline tank in the mouth <laughs> and you shoot Yep. That would
0: be sick, dude. And then he yeah. comes back to the Caribbean
1: for drawing 4 for of a revenge.
0: Fi- instead of a fin in the water, it's a giant sword yeah. like, that goes way up. It's a huge, it's <laughs> huge katana-like blade. <laughs> uh,
1: where is he? Where is he? There. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sephiroth. I, I much prefer the villain in Advent Children who is like, who's like wishes he was sephiroth baby sephiroth baby sephiroth
0: do you think there's a chance we get dlc where we get to play some of that advent children story
1: that is like a (laughs) that is like an addendum part extra game you know what maybe this game should be like seven games (laughs) so that griffin gets to
3: play advent children the most important final fantasy property to him
1: advent children fucking rocks man
3: it was cool at the time yeah i mean I, i i watched it i liked it I'll probably best, watch it Best again. UMD
0: like, movie. I watched it best, on my PSP. Best PSP movie. Obviously, yeah.
1: yeah. There should still be an, an Oscar Award for best UMD. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like that
1: and the animal
0: are like going
1: head to head. Uh well, uh I think that's kind of all of our thoughts on the demo. We might have to have like a, a re like, this might be part one Mm-hmm. And then part two of this podcast saga might be after we've fully beaten this game. Well, I
0: love chatting with you fellas, so yeah. I'd, I'd love to come on when this game is released yeah. and Let's, we yeah. can do every every part of it. We can just oh, keep updating Jesus. as the yeah. years can, go on. As we grow into old men, we can keep <laughs> talking about yeah. it.
3: One, one day I'll finally shave and even then it will still <laughs> not be finished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so one thing, do you guys want to do like plugs or something? Sure. Uh, one thing I like to do on my show now is uh, we'll do... You'll do your plugs, and then at the end, give me one hot gamer take. Okay. And uh, it could be a real one, or it could be, um, you know, a silly goof-em-up.
1: All right. Well, I'm, I'm good to go on plugs. Let's go if you want to go first. Yeah, you go first. I'm looking at my plugs. All right. I'll plug some <laughs> stuff.
3: Um, so you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I changed my handle. It's now at tail underscore boy spelled B-O-I, um, so it matches my general brand. Also, the prank show that I work on, not even a show, got written up in the AV Club. So check out the AV Club article and then also check out the show on YouTube. And finally, uh, Party World Wrestling's Rawhide Rave is March 14th. And we still need donations to finish getting funded. And you can buy a cool shirt or a cool candle. Or other stuff. I haven't actually looked at what we're selling, but it's pretty sweet. Um, it's a wrestling show, it's really fun. You can watch it on twitch.tv slash party world wrestling, or you can help donate and check things out at igg.me slash at slash rawhide rave. And that's everything from me. And now here's my take that you've asked for. Um, I think first person is the worst perspective a video game can possibly have. Yeah. I fucking.
0: I I think first. I think first person is
3: a trash perspective for garbage boys and girls. Damn. Um, I don't think it does what people think it does. I don't think it, it doesn't make me empathize with the people any more than I do in third person. It just makes it harder to tell where things are. It makes looking around a fucking nightmare, and it's not cool or fun. And every game should be third person or turn based. That's me, and I'm
1: out.
0: I mean, Whoa! That was hot as hell. That I mean,
1: was hot.
3: Yeah, I, look when I oh. come when I come with it, I come with it. I fucking hate first person games. So even much even
0: in VR, he hates it. Even yeah. in VR. Yeah, I played Resident Evil
3: Seven VR. I was in first person. I didn't like that, and I got too scared.
0: <laughs> first person, too scary. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. Uh.
1: I think. Uh. And I said this a little bit earlier, but I'll say it again. Um. I think that. If you were excited about Borderlands 3, you have not been paying attention to anything. Yeah. You can't that. Uh, bo- Not even in terms of who makes the game or any of those politics, but just how just shitty it is. <laughs> it's not funny. It's Love not a funny thing. game. It's not comedy. It's this weird brand of like irony humor <laughs> that like existed in like 2009 and like quickly was disposed of uh and and just like having 5 million guns is not an asset it's like i can make a random number generator too like having 800 billion guns that are all different color is not a fun way to make a game or acquire things. Wow. Um, All right, now give me your hot take. What is it? Okay,
3: yeah. Let's say something
1: controversial, uh, Griffin. My, yeah. my hot take: If Joe Biden wants to win the election, <laughs> he needs a VR game, and he needed it last week. <laughs> uh, I
0: I think the Borderlands games I've always said feel like uh, uh, like if if you commissioned your comedy to be written by a bunch of skateboarders. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like people who like don't quite understand comedy you know what i mean it's like this kind of like yes well, we're gonna try to make rick and morty it's but joke we're not talented it's joke yeah. adjacent so
1: yeah. it's like they know what jokes are but they're like hitting a weird other area yeah the first
3: one I at mean, least felt fresh and then the fact that like the writing did not improve and in fact got worse over the course of the subsequent games it was like y'all are blowing it you're nah. blowing it
0: bad plus randy pitchford we don't know he's not a pedophile I mean, he was yeah. on the flight logs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, and uh, come on, come
1: on down to the next nobody yell me at the Pack Theater sketch variety show. We have some great guests, uh, some secret guests that we haven't out- announced yet. But it's gonna be March nineteenth, nine p.m. at the Pack Theater. Uh, follow nobody yell me on Instagram for that information, because no one remembers what they're doing even tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Art- love that okay and uh you can follow me on twitter at ocarina of crime you can follow the show on twitter at vga comedy show and my hot gamer take for uh for this for this week is uh hey uh square thanks a lot for this final fantasy remake or whatever uh how about you give me what i really want which is a crisis core remake <laughs> yeah. A PS4 or 5, thank you. Uh, Cloud, great. How about Zach? How about my man Zach? What's he doing and where is he doing? Oh my God. It? Wait. Yeah.
3: Speaking of Zach, so yesterday <laughs> I was with a friend of our podcast uh, who you listened to on the Sonic episode, Forrest Walker. We were doing a final, yes. I was I was recording a guest spot on his Final Fantasy podcast. Um, and he was reading me a list of the most popular Final Fantasy characters in Japan. And Zach is 10th? ha
0: ha ha that's that's sick as hell dude that blew my fucking
1: mind yeah do not yeah do not dispute the silent majority (laughs) uh,
0: look i'm
3: not i'm not gonna fight the zach stands like if you care enough about zach to rank him on your list then you go by all means
0: dude i think uh, you know i haven't played through crisis core but Oh, the whispers on the tree in the trees have been telling me that people really like that game. That yeah. it was actually pretty good for the time. Yeah, and that's... I, you know, I got a ROM, baby. Sorry, I think I'm gonna, I'm think I'm gonna light it up. R.I.P. Your mentions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Anything else? No, that's it. All right. See ya. Bye.